0: Hello everybody out there, this is uh, episode 5 of Dealing with Stupidity and we're going to call it, I guess, Job Hunting. How are you guys doing this week? Sorry this is a day late, I think I'm going to start um, uh, I'm going to start posting this on Wednesdays instead of Tuesdays Gives me a, It helps me build up the anger a little bit Helps me uh, deal with frustrations a little bit better after two days of dealing with dumb shit so, I'm your host, Kevin, and as usual, for questions and comments, please email me at dwstupidity at gmail.com, or you can go to uh, www.dealingwithstupidity.com and head it over to the contact page or through Twitter at dwstupidity. So, let's start out with... Uh, my experiences with uh, job hunting and job interviews. So I've been looking for a new career opportunity for a while now. I'm always on, I'm always on the lookout for bettering myself. And um, I've come across some very <laughs> irritating circumstances in the process. And I'm sure, I hope, or I do hope, I'm sure I'm not the only one. Because if I am the only one that comes across a lot of these, then apparently, I guess I'm just a fucking moron, like I thought it was. Another when it comes to job hunting, that it's who you know and all that shit, and uh, getting the word out and networking and all that jazz. But that only goes so far. Sometimes when you want to get into a different type of uh, situation or a different career move altogether, get out of your comfort zone, or you want to do something different, right? And so a lot of times you don't have that connection. You know, you come across a job online, or, or you start doing a little more research, and you come across something that, that's, that you feel like, it'll make you feel like a better person, you know? Because there's a, yeah, I don't know if there's a lot of people. There's some people like me that, you know, when I get home from, I've gotten home from jobs before and I felt like a bag of shit, you know, like sales jobs, lying to people, exaggerating, taking people's money, taking advantage of their stupidity. You know, I can't, I can't fucking stand that. I can't sleep with myself on that shit. And um, so sometimes you just have to do what you got to do and rely on, you know, the uh, napalming websites with your your resume or going to certain websites and just, you know, doing the carpet bomb thing. Just throw your website out there, anything that sounds interesting or whatnot. And so, you know, over so many months, and with all the resumes I've sent out, maybe 5% respond. Good, bad, whatever, I appreciate the ones that respond. Even if it's just say, hey, we're looking for somebody else. You don't have what we're looking for. You don't have the experience. You don't have the appropriate years in this field, blah, blah, blah. I appreciate that so much when somebody tells me, no, I mean, I don't, I don't, uh, Like being told, no, we don't like you, you're a dirtbag, but at least tell me we don't like you, you're a dirtbag. I appreciate honesty more than anything above all, and I appreciate just a response alone. A response alone, it, it gives you closure, it gives you, it lets you know, all right, maybe this isn't, this wouldn't be the job for you anyway, so good luck, go on, thank you. And you know, I use five percent because that's not it's not like I've actually averaged it out and that's a scientific (laughs) that's the actual percentage, but I would probably say if it was five percent, then I'd be excited. You know, it's like let somebody let, let just don't be a dickhead. Let somebody's taking the time to fill out your fucking online Application, you know, some a lot of websites these days, uh, career websites these days, you know, it's not enough to give them the resume, you got to fill out the bullshit and give them this, that, and the other. You know, that takes time. I've filled out a few that take quite a few minutes, you know, upwards of 20, 30 minutes, and I even have one or two that took it, took me about a couple hours because I'd have to save it. Do my family thing, come back tomorrow and do it again or finish it up, whatever. You know, so that that's one of the top things. If somebody takes the time, and this is for you people out there that are in the hiring, hiring managers and HR and all that shit. Somebody takes the time to fill out your bullshit online. You know, you know you got some bullshit. If you're working for a company and you know what it, somebody's got to go through, You know, just say, yeah, dude, you suck. Or no thanks. Or something. Give them something. Don't just... F- somebody's taking time out of their day. But you know, that goes back to a lot of these fucking companies are just pieces of shit and it's all about numbers and blah, blah, blah. Whatever. It's very annoying. You know... And then there's the next step. If you do get picked and they send you an email, we appreciate your application. It looks like you might be a good fit for our company. But please, if you don't mind, click this link. And before you go any further, we'd like you to uh, fill out this or finish this. Oh, What do they fucking call it? Uh, A small questionnaire or some bullshit. It's basically saying before we go any further, we would like to set we'd like you to set aside half a fucking day to take this goddamn questionnaire or some shit like that and if you've seen that, then you know what I'm talking about. It's usually a bad sign it's a it's a fucking bullshit front. You have to take an online psychology test basically is what it is. It's one of those questionnaires that ask you the same twenty questions but in different forms. Over 200 questions. It's, or let me rephrase that. 200 questions. It's basically the same 20 questions. But reworded. To see if you uh, stump yourself and all that bullshit. It is it is absolute bullshit. To, I think it's basically a psychology test. To see if you're going to fucking snap. Doing a repetitious job. And you're going to come in there one day. With a machine gun or a machete. And start just murdering people. So th- that right there should let you know if you come across that questionnaire and you know what you're, you know what I'm the one I'm talking about. You know, you, you get that online job, you come across it on indeed or whatever, or monster, you fill it out and you're like, Oh man, this sounds exactly like something I'd enjoy doing, which that's another podcast, but I feel like I'm a good fit for this. So you, feel, you, you throw your resume out there. You do a little online bullshit and you little, Silly-ass cover letter that I, I think nobody reads. And you come back with this fucking email. Well, he just wants you to take a few minutes out of your day to fill out this questionnaire to answer a few questions. You log in to the link that they send you. It's 200 fucking questions. Same thing over and over, just worded differently. That right there, folks, is a sign it's a shit job. Basically. It's a repetitious job. It's checking your mental capacity and you know, those people you can just go get fucked, okay? Unless it's something that you uh, pays, you know, six figures a year then and you're used to making, you know, like forty grand, thirty grand, by all means take half a day and do it. You know, it's worth a shot. <clears throat> but, you know, I'll do anything repetition if it pays, you know, fucking six hundred grand or <laughs> Even a hundred grand, fucking sixty grand. I don't know. I've got a shit job. In neither here nor there. Nor dare? Yeah, I said nor dare. Alright, so that's another thing. Stop with that bullshit, people. Hiring managers are those companies that that I'm not gonna uh name any specific companies, but I have a relative that used to work for one that come up with this bullshit that uh these little you know, logarithms and shit. Well, this person would be a good fit. Mm, fuck you. as a shit job. That's at least the outlook I have on it. Mm, you know, the, the certain jobs, <coughs> excuse me, should just, uh, we like you. Um, they should send you an email. We like you. Your resume seems very impressive, but, um, uh, click on this link. You click on the link and then you come to a big ass brand new webpage with big bold font that says, this is a crap job. We pay well, but it's a shit job. If you want to, we're being honest if you would like to go any further click here and fill out this questionnaire to see if you can fucking you have the mental capacity to make it after the first week. Just do that. But you know fucking help somebody out you motherfuckers. That way, if you do that, the normal people that would like to actually have a life or not be a robot or whatever the fuck it is you're looking for, they want to do the exact opposite. That way you can weed those people out. I've come across a lot of those in my job search. And then once you... it, t- it took me a little while because I'm an idiot. It takes me a little while to catch on. And then, you know, I start researching the job a little further and then a little further and then a little further. And I come to find out these jobs are usually fucking just shit jobs. Basically, you're going to do something repetitious. You're going to do something that's demeaning. You're probably going to have a manager that talks to you like a piece of shit. And he's probably fucking dumber than you are. There's a good chance of that. There's a whole lot of that out there, people. So you should give a warning to, to normal people. This this is a crap job, but here you go if you want it. Just give it a little heads up to all you HR, hiring manager, whatever you want to call yourselves, or you companies that come up with these procedures. And you're trying to basically... Um, justify the bullshit that you do and it is bullshit believe me it is bullshit fuck off so once you do get an interview let's say you go through all this bullshit and you do get an interview um, you send out your resume and and all these little links and everything and once you do get the interview then there are the interviews that go, go wrong. Not necessarily wrong, but they're bullshit. Um, they're, they're just bullshit interviews. Excuse me, for, I'm making a little noise. Like, for instance, I had this one interview with a company I won't mention, but their headquarters are are, are based in Memphis, Tennessee, and they are a dollar store. I'll get, go on with that. That's all I can say about them without giving it away. It was for a purchasing position and I was really excited about it. And, and, you know, reading the interview, interview, reading the description of the job right up my alley. I'll nail it. It's exactly what I want. It's exactly what I want to do. I don't have to deal with customers on a daily basis. The average general public, I just deal with other people within the company and, and, um, suppliers and all that kind of thing where it's just business. It's just normal shit. You know, I don't have to lie to anybody. How much does this cost? Well, blah, blah, blah. You know, just a, a normal fucking job where I, it, it may be mundane, 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 however you want to pronounce it. Whatever. It was what I was looking for. I'm over help, dealing with the general public. I don't want to help people. I can't take it, I'm over it, whatever. It's what I was looking for. Almost exactly what I was looking for. Plus, the upside was it was five, maybe ten minutes drive from my house, max in heavy traffic. Goddamn, there I go with the sniffing shit. I'm sorry. So everything I was looking for in a new career move. So I get an email... And uh, the email tells me I had an interview scheduled in two days with five different people lined up, and I was to have an hour interview with each person. So it was going to take most of the day. I think it started. It was it started at noon. Yeah. So with such an, such short notice, I had to call in sick that morning because I was too. It was too soon for me to schedule a vacation day. I didn't want my current employer to know I was looking for a new job at the time. I got trust issues, and I've seen what they've done with other people when they found out they were looking for a new job. So anyway, I get there. Everything's going great, man. I'm looking good. I got my black pants, white shirt. You know, I'm looking sharp. I'm I'm looking like a badass motherfucker. (laughs) as much as my fat old ass can look so anyway i get there i wait in the lobby lobby's really drab looking but i didn't think it's a lobby you know small lobby at that so i tell the girl you know i'm here to see so and so and she comes right down the uh, and this is the hr person so you know we do our little meeting thing, congenial, hey, how you doing, blah, blah, blah. Go to her office for a second. She calls the first person line up interview. Are you interview. Are you ready for Kevin? So-and-so, and whatever. Sure. It's on. So, we make a little small talk as we walk to the person's office. And as we're walking, apparently the office was on the other side of the fucking building. Because, you know, we're walking through the building. And... I'm noticing everything is just drab. Everything is just right out of the seventies, you know, dark brown wood paneling, dark blue uh, carpets. Uh, every office I walk by, it's, uh, yeah, I see somebody at their, you know, somebody at their desk, either working on their computer or they're on a phone or whatever. And it's, Almost no pictures on the wall. There's a few here and there. There's a couple of signs, you know, um, promoting this thing they're doing this month or whatever. Horrible lighting, like I said. It was almost depressing. I mean, it was, it it kind of was depressing. Also, notice as I walked through the halls that it was very quiet, like a horror movie quiet. Nobody talking to each other. Every now and then you might see somebody walking down the hallway just, you know, and you smile, I'm smiling, you know, I'm in a great mood, I'm gonna nail this job, and they just look up, you know. know. Every now and then you might walk by an office, the only sound you really hear is somebody just kinda talking on the phone, nothing loud or anything, it was kinda disturbing. I didn't think anything of it at first. I didn't notice all this until after the interview. So the, the scheduling got shuffled while I was there. And the first three interviews were given by women that look in each one, the first three hours, each interview, each person that interviewed me, each woman it looked more miserable than the last. They were very talkative, very nice and all, and made me feel very welcome. And, um, uh, You know, after the initial interview process and the questions they had to ask, you know, we'd small talk and chit chat, come to find out we, you know, certain little things we know about. Oh, I used to work here and there and, you know, my husband works here and there. You know, everybody, nobody was, you know, outgoing. I mean, they were as outgoing as they could be in this fucking dungeon. So the second to the last. All that jazz. The second to the last um, interview was with the person who would be my immediate supervisor, and she was great. Awesome personality. Mid to late 40s. Attractive. Looking really good. Great attitude. Perky. Especially compared to the other ones that the other three that I had an interview with. Very upbeat, personable, and all that. You know, little chit-chat, small talk, giggling and all that crap. And uh, I was like, wow, this this person's way different than the other three women that I talked to. That's another thing. There was mostly women working there. and uh, But I come to find out she'd only been there uh, for about seven months. So apparently her will to live has not really dwindled that much as much as the rest of them and the interview went well i found out that we had a mutual friend and apparently she reached out to him contacted him talked about me and i and thank god he made me sound really good and i hadn't seen the guy in probably over 10 years but i knew exactly who he was and and all that and we had a little talk about that and then she started showing me what she does on a daily basis and all this and she seemed like excited to be talking to somebody else, even though I was not faking it, but I, you know, you have the interview personality going on where you're excited and you, you feel energetic about it and you really want it. So she was showing me what she does on a daily basis and everything like that. We wrap up the interview, do a little small talk, and, uh, she calls the HR lady, um, and says, all right, uh, Kevin and I are done here and, uh, let me know when so-and-so's ready. We, we'll we find something to do until, until you're ready. Because she was awesome. She was very personable and all that jazz. And she has got while we're waiting, let me show you where your office will be. This will be your office. So we go across the hall from her office. And her, by the way, her office was the only office that I uh, entered the whole time that had windows. I'll add that. Still the same. Uh, no, she had just plain white sheetrock for for walls and whatnot. Every other office I went in had the the brown um, paneling and all that shit, nineteen seventy paneling. So we go across the uh, She shows me what would be my office if I got the job, and it was a fucking dungeon. Same wood paneling. Same crap lighting. There was one desk with a computer. And on the desk, there was a computer and a lamp. Then there was an extra chair against the wall. And then one whole wall was dedicated to a row of big-ass file cabinets. It looked miserable. I'm telling you. I was like... Well, I mean, if you're my boss, I guess I could do this all day. I mean, it's it's kind of what I want. You know, it's a, it's a little drab. I can perk it up a bit if this is my office and everything. And I'm sitting there thinking, I'm. This is when I start wanting to ask questions. What happened to the last guy? So it came across my mind. Um, I said, "So I don't understand. Why did the uh, why is this position open? What?" I forget how I put it but I put it more cordial than that i said why why did why is this position open? blah blah blah. What I wanted to say was, So can you show me the rafter the guy hung himself from that used to have this job, or did he actually blow his brains out in that chair or that chair, and wow, y'all really covered up the blood stains on the carpet fairly well, you know I was just I wanted to ask the the last guy had to have killed himself. He had to. Yeah, they're just... I've had enough of this dungeon. Boom. Or either hung himself or uh, choked himself with a plastic bag while he was jerking off to porn. I don't know what he did, but apparently he got the fuck out of there. But, you know, it was right up my alley. But I think there was a suicide scene in there that they were covering up. So anyway... We go on about 10 more minutes or so. Then she gets a, a call from the next interview who was her boss and he canceled. He canceled. He had to go to one of their stores and fix some uh, apology, <laughs> fix some problem. He had to be there immediately and he deeply apologized and all this jazz and They, the she and the HR person apologized deeply and all that and said, you you should be getting a call in the next day or so. He really wants to meet you, blah, 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 all this. And apparently everybody made me sound awesome, which at this point I'm thinking that's bullshit. Because if you have an interview lined up, it's the last hour of the day. Uh, you're full of shit. Somebody didn't like me. They called head honcho and said, look, this dude sucks. We don't like him. He's, he's a, he's a very attractive male. (laughs) Looks good. I might have a problem with him being around here and his penis and all that. So we don't want him. And so dude took it as, uh, all right, fine. You guys don't want him. I got something else to do. I'm going home. I'm vamping by bullshit. So I think it was a load of crap. So I, I think, you know, they couldn't handle. I, apparently, I was the only guy in that department. I was about to get hired. I was going to be the only guy in that department. I don't think they can handle my sexy good looks. You know, no matter how big of a gut I got, I'm a good-looking dude. So with that, I took it as a, okay. I'm still excited. It's bullshit, but I got it. So a few days go by, nothing. I call the HR person. You know, I got a card from each one of the people with their phone number, direct number, and all that shit. I didn't use all of them. I just called the HR lady. They informed me the first place and left a message. Nothing. I wait a couple of days. Nothing. Or, I mean, I call again, leave a message, wait a couple of days, nothing. I send an email and another call. to this day, I still not have heard back from these people. So basically what I'm saying, I spent four hours of my life to interview (laughs) in interviews and burn a sick day and never heard back from any of these people. I sent email. I mean, I wasn't rude or anything. You know, I did the whole thank you email and appreciate it and called and was nice and I said you know just making sure I've had phone problems making sure you hadn't called blah, blah blah bullshit whatever to this day I still hadn't per- heard back from him and I'm a little bit twisted about it and but at the same time if I want to tell people like this who I know I'm not the only person this has ever happened to in any kind of situation. If you're going to set somebody up who has to use a sick day or a vacation day to interview with you, spend half the day in interviews, and lead him along, you can at least give the guy a call or an email saying, we appreciate it, but you're not the right fit. Or we don't like you. Or fuck off. Or whatever. At least email me and say, stop emailing me. Still, every now and then I send an email. This was... Probably a year now. Every now and then just out of the blue I'll send an email just to be a dick. Because I've already burned it. I don't want to work for those people. Fuck them. And if any of my friends come hey, I got this job opportunity and such and such. Well, let me tell you about my experience. Which, of course, I'm a dumbass and I'm all that. But still this day, every couple of months, I'll send an email. Hey, we're in the interview, uh had an interview with you, such and such. She's so, like, you know, I'm still alive. Hey, uh, I'm going to send one one day. If you want me to stop stalking you and peer it into your bedroom, then uh, please send me an email. Let me know. I'm not going to do that. I'll keep looking in that window. So, common courtesy, folks. Anybody in the HR and hiring managers and all that shit, a little common courtesy. If you If you're going to disrupt somebody's life, and you're not going to give them the job, but at least give them the common courtesy, you fucking asshole, to say thank you but no thank you, fuck off, something, anything. At least do that. Or you're a piece of shit. So I got a couple more quick instances that hopefully out there you guys can learn from. I had another one that went through a, fi- a hiring agency. Well, I didn't really go through it. I applied for it. I saw a job. The description looked like something I might want. So, uh, you know, you go in. If you ever deal with a hiring agency, go in. And you have the little preliminary interview with the hiring agency person. You know, they got the list of shit they're looking for. You give them your email. I mean, your email, your resume. And then she asks you questions or they ask you questions. And go on so on and so forth. So, went through that whole rigmarole with this person in the hiring agency. And, you know, when we were done, she even told me, I don't see what, any reason why they would not hire you. It's almost as if they wrote the job description off your resume. Perfect. Sounds awesome. I'm I'm game. So, again, I had to call in sick. This was a while back. I mean, this was oh, sometime later after the first interview or whatever, our big interview. I've done this a, quite a few times. Every time I get an interview, you know they pop up. You don't want them to make wait. You don't want them to wait on you, so you make do. You call in sick, what have you? At least I do. All right, it's just, just tell you, I don't see any reason why they would not hire you. It looks like as like they wrote the job description off of your resume, and you seem to have a great attitude. So we'll set up in an interview. Blah 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 so everything went great with her whatever get a call back a couple days later they want to meet you so and so uh, the hiring manager wants to meet you everything's great you know I go in meet him everything's awesome we do a little small talk he does the whole interview thing everything seems perfect you know it seems like everything he wanted you know so after the interview he goes well everything's uh Looks good here. Let's uh, let's go for a walk. Let me at least show you around the place. Uh, we still got a few minutes before my next meeting. Let me show you around. Shows me around. Tells me everything I would be doing. Uh, points out this, that, and the other. And, you know, kind of halfway, you know, guy talk at this point. And I was like, you yeah, know, cool. We got, got along great. You know, shook hands, said thank you very much. I'd love, I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Same thing as before. After a couple of days, nothing. So, you know, I emailed the uh, the uh, hiring agency. And she replies back, I hadn't heard anything yet. I emailed her again. Called her. She called me back. I don't know what's going on. I haven't heard anything. They hadn't told me that they filled the position or anything like that. Let me find out what's going on. So this went on for about a week or so. And she finally said the same, you know, after a couple of days of nothing, or a couple of days, a week or so, she she just said, look, I hadn't heard back from them. I've tried to contact them, say, where are we going with this? You guys hired me or us to find you a person. Have you filled the, They, they never even told her they filled the position, which, you know, that could be bullshit to make me feel better. But at the same time, somebody needs to tell me or tell that person, you know, tell your temp, ag- temp agency, yeah, we found somebody. Tell that person to stop calling you. Or if you're the hiring manager, I mean, the guy had my phone number. I appreciate you kind of something. Let, don't fuck you, basically. Go fuck yourself. Don't, stop being a cocksucker, assholes. Why do you people fucking do that? Why can't you just tell somebody, no, we're, you, we're not interested in you? Go, you know, go get fucked, something. But no, you know, this whole leaning on bullshit, like you're holier than now, Like, it was a shit job anyway. I didn't really want it. I wanted out of what I'm doing, and I wouldn't work with the public. I wanted something different. You know, I spent, I fucking burned a sick day to deal with your stupid ass, When this guy was actually a fucking moron. I wanted to, I I know, I want to go right to his office right now, drag him down his fucking stairs, and just piss in his face. But you can't do that, you know. Whatever reason, I don't know why. Even the temp agency, you know. Even if you know the truth, temp bitch, tell me. They didn't like you. I don't. I'm I'm a grown man. You're not gonna hurt my feelings. You know, I've been shit on many times in my life. You ain't the first. You're not gonna be the last. And whatever. Common courtesy, people. Just let somebody know if you're not going to hire them. All right. And this brings me up another interview I had. This is my last one. My little bitch session. But this is how this one goes. Excuse me for a sec. All right. This was actually how an interview went with a job I got. And I wasn't excited about it. I was late. I wasn't. Man, yeah, I was laid off of a previous job. Um, not because of cutback, just because they moved. You know, north. (laughs) They moved to a a completely different time zone. I wasn't going to bring my family. I wasn't going to. They they didn't offer a package that would uh, was beneficial to my family. Uh, and it was actually quite shitty. And it's uh, up north of Minnesota, which, fuck you. I'm not, I'm not moving from Memphis, Tennessee to Minnesota. It ain't going to happen. Memphis has got shit-ass heat weather in the summer. But Minnesota can go suck a dick. And plus, with a previous job, I dealt with a lot of Minnesotians. And boy, you motherfuckers are rude. Rude and shitty and miserable and God go pound sand up your ass. Good fucking life. Go fucking diddle yourself. Something. Cheer the fuck up. So anyway, after that after uh that employer moved to Minnesota. I won't mention who it is, but it's an airline. Um this was the first real interview I had. I was off work for two months, which, if if I could if I could have seen it in the future, I would enjoy those two months instead of getting a fucking ulcer and worrying. Um, New people out there that live on um, um, unemployment. Holy shit, that sucks. But anyway, I digress. Um, God bless anybody still looking for a job who's been laid off. I get it. I get it. I fully get it now. So, and this interview was set up with two people. And one of the guys was acting like a fucking asshole. It was one of those good cop, bad cop routines, or whatever you want to call it. But it wasn't really a routine. I You could just tell within the first five minutes if you have any sense, or if you have any any kind of social skills, you can tell within a couple of minutes if somebody's a fucking dick or not. So I have an interview with these two guys. It was three guys, but it came down to two guys. Um, the immediate manager, the person who was managing me, who was also more than 10 years younger than me, which is pitiful, but he was a great guy. He wanted me immediately, just from my experience and and, and so on and so forth. just my background. So it comes down to these two assholes. One of the guys, you know, it's one of those things. It wasn't a routine. It was just how these people were. So, the first guy, the nice guy, real personable, asking me questions, not about work so much, but as in, you know, oh, how about me. What if... Uh, I was trying to get, he was trying to get out of me. I bet I'm guessing if I'm family oriented, I am one of those idiots that likes to go out and party or, you know, who's semi intelligent was intelligent in questions without insulting my intelligence. If you know what I mean, uh, you know, getting down in the nitty gritty basically can I count on you? Will you be here all the time? Are you an asshole? Um, are just somebody looking for a a job just until something else comes up. Blah blah blah, you know. And you know, we connected on a few points. He used to be in a a band way back in the day. I used to be back in the band in a band way back in the day. Ba- we knew day not Bay. We knew some of the same people. You know, heard about them whatnot. Blah blah blah. My previous work experience and directly related, but semi related. Blah blah blah. Great guy. Came across as a great guy. Somebody you can fucking hang out and drink with. Or just hang out. My asshole. Asshole foolio. He was one of these guys, you know, who would interrupt us talking. And he would ask ask a question about this, that, and the other. About previous work experience. You know, he's just going down my resume. You know, all he's seen is black and white. This guy, I could tell, had no fucking life probably miserable, has probably has a wife at home that treats him like dog shit, and he doesn't have a backbone to do anything about it. Uh, you can tell, you I can tell that he was a complete ass kisser to his boss, whoever that may be. Um, just un, one of those pieces of shit that, you know, you wouldn't, probably got pushed around a lot in college and high school. Just fucking nerd. Just a fucking dipshit. Just just by the way he acted and whatnot, it's almost like, I don't know, whatever. So he he would ask a question, and so tell me about such and such, what you did here at this job or whatever. So I'd start telling, him. before I could finish answering, he'd ask me another question, like he didn't want to hear it. He's just saying, you know, like testing me, kind of shit. And he'd go on to another question. So I'd start answering that question. So I started giving him answers. And, you know, I'm very, I was very specific about the questions he asked. I'm very specific. and am very detailed and blah, blah, blah. And do, do, do. So he'd interrupt me again. And I kind of got the feeling that the other guy, the nice guy I was getting along with, would notice that I was getting this from him. Notice what when my guy helping the interview is being a dick. Let me intervene to get, let Kevin take a breath or whatever, and he'd ask me something totally out, not related to work, but so uh, what kind of music, you know, whatever. Give me a breather, basically. He was the good guy. So anyway, the question got got down to uh, dumbass asked me about compensation. Like, what did you make your last, you know, what were you making your last job? I'm like, a fucking idiot, I told him. I told him. And here's a lesson to everybody out there. When it comes to an interview, never, ever disclose what you made at your last job or your previous job. It can backfire on you. One, they don't need to know. You don't have to disclose it. Two, you lose your negotiating value. You you lose your upper hand. I'm like an idiot, because I was unemployed for two months. I told him. And then he goes, well, it says here you're looking for such and such. That's a pretty big jump. Gave me that kind of bullshit. It gave me a look. And I said, well, that... That's what I feel I was, I'm was, worth. And plus, I was making such and such because the entire company took a pay cut, and as soon as I said pay cut, he jumped to something else. Ask me another question. Which I should have said, I was making this before we had to take a pay cut so the fucking business would stay afloat. I mean, we took a pay cut across the board except for the CEO got a raise. Anyway, it's another story. So he jumped to another question. He was a complete dick. Thought he, you know, had the attitude like, I'm in control now. Kind of thing. And, you know, he never let me f- totally finish answering that, you know, company-wide, everybody had to take a pay cut. So with the fucking company could stay above water and as you can see it didn't and they were bought out and moved to a fucking whole nother state time zone just a real dick sucker this guy and at that point you know he started getting more of an attitude and and i was thinking the whole time i was thinking you know you know i don't need this shit yes i've been unemployed for the count last couple of months But I don't need to sit here like I'm on a fucking stand at a fucking trial. I don't need this cocksucker fucking giving me shit. And the whole time through my mind, I'm like, when is the best time and how should I leave this interview? Because it's not going to be pretty. You know, I don't know if you can tell from previous podcasts, I've got a little bit of a, not really anger issue, just a stupidity issue. Don't fuck with me. So I was ready to burn it down. I was ready to burn this bridge, like, like a fucking Vietnam movie. Getting a goddamn bridge getting napalmed in a Vietnam movie. I was getting I was gonna fucking burn it down. I was gonna grab my crotch, spit in somebody's face. I was gonna fucking flip off some, everybody. Tell them suck this, fuck you, kiss my ass, and walk out like a champ. But I don't know what kept me from doing it. But I was I was five seconds away from telling them go pound sand up, not them this guy go pound sand up your ass and go fuck yourself and just walk out you know I was ready to burn it down but I didn't because I'm a pussy and I was unemployed I mean I I felt like I was I was being interrogated look so you know. <laughs> And the funny thing is, this dumb motherfucker goes, so uh, one of the first questions, so why aren't you employed right now? Well, anybody who reads local news knows that the company I worked for packed up and left the fucking state and left not just the state, but five states away or however many it is from Minnesota, Tennessee to Minnesota, What is Minnesota? whatever, you know what I mean? So he didn't even know his homework on that. And to start, you know, just giving me shit, I was ready to burn it down, tell everybody to fuck off. But, you know, the guy who this was, I'll come to, you know, during the interview, this was the district manager. Um, the guy who, the cool guy, is one of the guys I'd be working with every day. He was the, um, The head guy at that location. Whatever you call it. So I was like, if I only have to see this guy maybe once every couple months. I can deal with it. I'm unemployed. They're not going to pay me what I'm worth. But I'm getting paid more than fucking unemployment. And I'll have insurance and blah, 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 blah. So on and so forth. So, you know, I ended up getting a job. But, if I'd have had a job already... And the pay was similar and the benefits were similar, and I had to deal with the same shit. Somebody being a fucking dick to me. Oh my God. That would have been so much fun to just grab this dude by the tie and choke the fuck out of him. It would have been fucking awesome. And I, I'm sure there's people out there who've had similar interviews. It's gotta be. Email me your your, your interview stories. I, w- I want to hear them. I, I, there's got to be worse. You know, I there's no reason. You know, it's one thing not to call somebody back after a fucking five-hour hour interview. But there's no reason to be a cocksucker during the interview. During the interview. What, what about this makes, you, makes me want to work there? Other than I'm unemployed. If I, I already had a job, if I was employed... I, I don't know what, I was, I know I would have told somebody to get fucked. So, and this is not really, this is not really a stupid thing on people looking for a job. It is, I mean, I can do another podcast on that. There are the right and wrong ways to do an interview, and that's common sense, really. Don't show up with Cheetos on your hand, and scratching your ass, and smelling like goddamn patchouli or fucking... Well, farts or what have you but this is more to the point to hiring managers and people looking for somebody you know if you give a bad interview that's one thing and some people just can't talk to other people they give a bad interview If you, if your resume doesn't hold up you gotta rely on your wits and so forth you gotta rely on your knowledge and everything um and at the same time, you know, it's you. You're selling yourself. But at the same time, if you're a hiring, somebody in a hiring position, don't be an F- a fucking asshole. Don't be intimidating. Nobody wants to work for somebody that's intimidating unless you're fucking offering a shitload of money or benefits that you can't pass up. You know? Just common courtesy, be polite, be nice. After the interview, if somebody sends you an email, thank you in email. I'm not one of those. I'm sorry. I'm not one of those people who's going to send you a fucking thank you card for a fucking interview. You should be privileged that I was in front of you offering my services. Fuck you. No, you know what I'm saying. But people have to burn vacation days. People have to burn sick days. People have to get babysitters. People have to do, rearrange their lives for a fucking interview. So the least you people can do on the other end is reply. Give a phone call. If you don't like him, if you think the person is a bag of shit, if you think the person, the planet would be better off if this person wasn't alive the least you could do is say thank you for the interview but we're moving forward thank you for coming in thank you for taking time out of your day it was a pleasure just or just this, me who you can't hurt my feelings i have no feelings unless it comes to my family i have no feelings cuz most i don't like most people but even if you sent me a a, a text That said, fuck off. I'm cool with that. But at least let somebody know. Now, most people get butt hurt and their feelings hurt. And I'm sure there's people in HR and there's procedures. Well, how do we word this? So we don't get sued or we don't get bad publicity on Twitter or Facebook I'm, sh- I'm sure there's a lot of that shit going on. There's got to be with the bullshit that's going on these days. We'll just say nothing. We just won't say anything at all. It'll just go away. It'll just go away. Just let it go away. I'm another guy. You don't like me? Fuck off. Say fuck off. Fuck off. Go get fucked. We don't like you. You suck. I don't know. Normally, this is where I try to be funny give examples of what you could do, but I can't this time. I don't think this is a bit fucking funny. It is funny, actually. So, to all you hiring managers and HR people out there, that just take note that when you don't give that call back or at least send an email, you're being a fucking asshole. A big, fat, gapy, shit-and-crusted... Recently raped by villagers, fucking asshole. And you can go fuck your own face. Fuck you. And that's my thoughts this week. I feel much better. God damn, I'm already at 52 minutes. I'm sorry these are going so long these days. But that's how I roll. All right. I don't mean these for the ghost. I promise they're going to get shorter. My microphone. My microphone. Excuse me. All right. One of my favorite parts of the podcast. What was that? Oh, that's rum trying to come back up. Mm. You're so good to me. Christmas. Christmas. Somewhat current stupid events No politics allowed So I forgot the link on this one I'd post it And I don't even know what picture I'm going to post on the. There may not be a picture tomorrow Or today or whenever I post this uh, Florida man tries to kiss a rattlesnake Gets bitten Go fucking figure This was uh, May 17th, 2017 Like I said, somewhat current Not very, but somewhat I forget where I found this story, so I can't really... I could probably find it if I wanted to, but nobody's listening to this. and uh, So figure it out. A Florida man who tried to kiss a rattlesnake only for it to snub his advances and bite him is recovering in the hospital. In hospital. Uh, in a hospital, in the hospital, in hospital. This is verbatim. The snake was found by Charles Goff, a resident of Putnam County, in northeast of the state on Monday, sorry, I can't read. A day later, a neighbor misspelled, named by a local CBS channel as Ron Reinhold. Reinhold started playing with the snake and made his ill judgment his ill-judged move. Mr. Reinhold was airlifted to the hospital and is now recovering. One boy said, "I'm going to kiss it on the mouth," and the snake bit him in the face. Mr. G F. Mr. Goff told Action News Jacks <laughs> Ron was just acting silly, you know. I guess he said he could kiss the devil and get away with it, but evidently he didn't. First Coast News said the victim was conscious but initially been in critical critical condition. The snake dude is believed to have escaped after the ordeal. Yeah, he bit a motherfucker on the face and then said, "I'm vamping, bitch." Bye. It's still not clear whether Mr. Reinhold tried to kiss the rattlesnake. Um, Maybe because he's a dipshit, that's why he tried to kiss it. Hey, check this out. I'm going to kiss a snake. A rattlesnake. A fucking rattlesnake. Don't fuck around with anybody. God damn it. You know, if you're acting silly or not. Why the hell would you try to kiss a snake? A fucking rattlesnake. Those those are just the mean little bit. They just want to be left the fuck alone. Leave it the fuck alone. Rattlesnakes in particular. I'm not a fucking genius, and I'm by sure and by sure. By no means a snakeologist. Whatever the fuck they're called, reptilia just is. But uh, I'm pretty sure snakes like to be just. Left the fuck alone. You ever heard about, oh, there probably is somewhere in history, a group of snakes attacking something? No, they just want to be left alone. If you walk by them and they're hungry, blam, they're going to zap your ass. Or if you pick them up and put them in your face and go, ooh, poochie, poochie, bam, they're going to fucking zap your ass, idiot. <sighs> Another one. Here we go. Snake bites Coolidge man in face, neck, after he tried catching it is Coolidge, Arizona. Uh, 3TV, CBS5, blah, blah, blah. Uh, AZfamily.com. Uh, story 363 I'm sure you go on their website, Snake Bites Coolidge man in face. That'll probably bring you right to it. A man, a man out catching snakes for fun ended up getting bit twice in his face and neck. I wasn't thinking. Yeah, No shit, Victor Pratt said. Instead of being a father, I was being a buddy. Pratt has been humbled by his experience earlier this month while celebrating his son's birthday in Coolidge. I've been catching rattlesnakes since I was about eight years old because we had nothing else to do back in the day, Pratt said. I don't know if Pratt sounds like that, but it sounds pretty good. And that's what he was doing with his son that sons that night, trying to catch rattlesnakes. I know how to cook them and cut the heads off and stuff, Pratt said, and it tastes like chicken. Actually, it's not bad. Why does everything taste like fucking chicken? I have a good feeling snake doesn't taste like chicken. I've had alligator doesn't taste shit like chicken, but people say it tastes like chicken. And the snake, maw, uh, whatever, but snake, but the snake bit Pratt twice in his face and neck. It makes your it makes your mind smash, like it's getting smashed. He said, "I saw him, I saw him bleeding down." Said Pratt's son Samuel, he had it in his hand by the time I turned my head. Pratt said he pulled the snake off, and his sons took him to the hospital. <laughs> I'm just picturing some dude getting bit in the face and just trying to pry it off like a fucking strong-ass fucking band-aid. Just bap. He was airlifted to Banner University Medical Center in Phoenix. First aid measures <laughs> measures usually are ineffective," said Dr. Stephen Curry with the Department of Medical Tex- Toxicology. God, I can't read. That is tourniquets are <laughs> tourniquets are bad knives or razor blades, and cutting over wound is bad. Dr. Curry said when it comes to bites to the face, the bigger risk is difficulty breathing. The progression of swelling is very rapid, and these patients will commonly have an obstruction <laughs> obstructed airway and be unable to breathe in just a few minutes. Dr. Curry, <laughs> Dr. Curry said, he said Arizona sees as many as 350 rattlesnake bites a year. God damn. 350 rattlesnake bites a year. Holy shit. What in the fuck is going on down there? Over there. Pratt, <laughs> who needed 26 vials of antivenom at several thousand dollars apiece, said he won't be taking the same risk. <laughs> really? I know not to be playing around with snakes no more, he said. You have to be smart. Well, you missed that bus, fella. According to the Banner Poison and Drug Information Center, there have been 87 reported snake bites so far this year. 16 of them in August and 17 the first half of September. Spokeswoman Jennifer Fintner said, "Numbers are right on track," explaining that August and September are usually pink months for snake bites. Good God almighty motherfucker, are you serious? In twenty sixteen there were eighty-eight total snake bites reported, fourteen and fifteen in August and September respectively. Twenty fifteen there were fourteen snake bites reported in August, whopping twenty-five in September and 106 for the entire year. What in the fuck is going on with these snake people? I'm I'm sure there a lot of these are, are are accidents, but you gotta you gotta think there's a lot of dipshits involved here too. Hey, watch this! I'm gonna kiss a snake. Blam! Get my lips ripped off. They are not pets. They do not like to be fucked with. Leave them alone. I'm sure there's accidents, but goddamn. All right, one more here. I have a boa Here's the title of the fucking story. I have a boa constrictor stuck to my face. Woman calls 911 while being bitten by a snake. While being bitten by a snake. July 31st, 2017. Uh, Associated Press, Video Source News 5. Oh, shit, did I miss a video of it? Anyway, and an Ohio woman, well, at least it's not in Arizona. So, you know, an Ohio woman called 911 in a panic Thursday afternoon with ample reason. A five and a half foot long boa constrictor she had rescued a day earlier had wrapped itself around her neck and was biting her face and wouldn't let go. <laughs> you dumb fuck. Rescuers arrived within minutes and found the woman lying in the in the bloody driveway of her home. A firefighter cut off the snake's head with a pocket knife, and the 45-year-old 40, woman, who hasn't been identified, was taken by ambulance to a hospital for treatment. Holy shit. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? I'm laughing at the middle picture I have. Some broad rescues a snake. Why would you rescue a snake? What, what? Why would you need to rescue a fucking snake? A snake knows how to survive injured better than probably any animal on the planet other than a fucking shark. Rescued a snake? Rescued it from what? Good God. I'm just imagining some snake, oh, you're Poochie Poochie, and then a fucking, <laughs> fucking six foot long, oh, sorry, five and a half foot long boa constrictor just <clears throat> tightening up, bam, just biting right on her face. She's rolling around in the driveway, dialing 911, help. Got a snake attached to my fucking face and it's choking the shit out of me. Holy crap! God damn! Rescue the snake. How do you rescue a snake? Oh here, Puddin' Puddin', come here. <laughs> you know. Oh my god! Your face. Your face. It's wrapping itself around you, choking the shit out of you, just squeezing the piss out of you, biting your face. Yeah, rescue another one of those, dummy. I get animal lovers. I get it. I mean, you know, I'm not on, you know, rescue cats, dogs, pigeons, cockatoos, (laughs) or what have you. Why are you going to rescue a fucking snake? Like his goddamn cat or something. What are you thinking? And I'm sure she's sitting there. Oh, you better now. You know, I I get, you know, a, a bird with a busted wing or some shit like that. Nursing it back to health. It's a fucking snake. You know what his job is? Kill anything near it. Choke the fuck out of it. Kill it. Like, especially a boa constrictor who's not poisonous. It's going to choke the fuck out of you, bite your shit, so you kill it. Then you have poisonous snakes whose job is to kill you with their bite because they're poisonous and they're too small to choke you. I'm going to rescue your snake. Then I'm going to let it off in the wild. Go free, little bunny. Blam. Choke. Bleed out in your driveway. Idiot. All right mmm well this is gone over now our usually this is where I do reviews of the week not gonna do it it's probably another 10 20 minutes ten minutes or Fuck it I'll do it you know I'll do it I ain't scared y'all want to hear some reviews huh you gonna hear some I think I only got a couple I got more than a couple Here we go. Reviews of the week. If you don't know what reviews of the week are, they're um, basically Amazon reviews. um, One star. One out of five star reviews. Not because so much is a bad product. It's the fact that people that are rating it are fucking imbeciles. So... These are the one-star reviews I found this week. Lionel Racing, Kevin Harvick, number four, Bush Beer, 2016 Chevrolet SS, NASCAR die-cast car, 164th scale. One out of five stars. Permanently attached to plastic. The car is screwed to the clear piece of plastic. Understanding the car is a collectible, more than a toy, you cannot display the car like you would others. Basically, let me sum this up. It's a little 164th size car. Basically, a matchbox size car. It is screwed into some kind of little base. It's literally one screw. You know how I know this? I've bought these for my son a few times. Yes, they are for display and they come nice and neatly mounted to a little display piece. Which. The reason the screw is there. So you can unscrew it. If you want to play with it. Like a fucking kid wants to. So. Um, you're a fucking idiot. Because you don't know how to fucking screwdriver works. Or how to unscrew the piece of shit. So you're giving it a one star. Because you're an idiot. That's your problem. You're a fucking dumbass. Samsung UN28H 4028 inch 720p 60HZ LED TV. 1 out of 5 stars. Had to send it back. TV looked okay when I pulled it out of the box. After mounting it and plugging all the cables, I powered it up for the first time. After powering it up, the picture looked like a shattered piece of glass. Buyer, beware. Power up the TV before taking the trouble to run the AV and mounting it to the wall. A shame. I know Samsung is a great TV. Must have been damaged during shipping. No fucking shit. So you're giving it a one star. First of all, you had a TV shipped to you uh, from Amazon. So I would... Maybe 90% of Amazon's big boxes, big purchases, large items are shipped through UPS. UPS does not give a fuck. If it says fragile, fragile uh, translated to UPS speak is kick me or drop higher. Uh, Basically, you give it a one star because you're a dumbass. I've mounted TVs before and it's a complete fucking pain in the ass uh granted a um what is this how big is it 28 inch and huge but it's still a pain in the ass even a 12 inch model is a pain in the ass to mount on a wall what kind of dipshit doesn't test it out first especially if you have delivered through the fucking mail something tells me you're a fucking moron or you're a complete fucking liar you tested it, you mounted it, and all of a sudden, we uh, f- fucking watching football with your friends, and you throw a fucking jar of peanut butter across <laughs> or a beer across the room and hits the TV. You blame it on shipping. I think it's a moron. I'm I'm going with a the moron theory. Why wouldn't you test it before you before anything? Plug it up, you fucking dipshit. But give it a one star because you're an idiot because it. That tells me nothing about the TV. It tells me you're an idiot. Now, if you plugged it in it looked like shit, okay, I get it. But if it looks like it's been beaten to death, you're a fucking moron. All right, same TV. One star. Yes, my TV works find. Yes, works find. Find? Works find. And you give it one star. Proofread, motherfucker. One out of five stars. Same TV, not opened yet, but box looks perfect. Graduation gift, so it's not it's not been opened yet. The box the box looks perfect with no dents or rips, but you give it a one star. In what culture is one star better than five stars? I, I'm not getting this. I'm seeing this a lot with these reviews. That's why I don't read a lot of them. When it says one star, I love it. I don't know. Oh, here's, this is my favorite one on this TV. One out of five star, give it one star, nothing to say. Well, thanks you, you fucking asshole. You give it a one star and then you have nothing to say. Help somebody else, you know, help us out. Maybe I'm interested in this TV. You give it a one star. So I'm I'm, I'm assuming you, you think it sucks because you can't give a negative. You can't give zero stars. When you do a review on Amazon, it's one through five. So if you give it one, that means it sucks, right? Unless you're one of those dipshits that thinks one star is great. And five stars is horrible. Uh, and you live in Bangladesh, or wherever the fuck. Um, I was thinking about getting this model and nothing to say one star. Well, let people know why it sucks. If you think it sucks, if you think it's great, then give it five stars. Nothing to say or say it sucks. Nothing to say or it's great. Nothing to say. Try it. God damn, what the fuck is wrong with people? Fucking idiots. All right. Next one is a fucking shoehorn. I don't know why I got it on this one. I don't need a shoehorn because I don't don't try to fit my fucking foot into a shoe that's too goddamn small. Shackle metal shoehorn, 7.5 inches, double-sided stainless steel, silver. One star, this shoehorn bent after the second day of using it. I would not buy this again. It worked fine the first day, but the second day it bent. What are you trying to put your your foot in, you fucking club foot? One star, waste of money. Bought this for my son for Christmas it been out of shape with its first use. Not a sturdy product. Waste of money. <laughs> Merry Christmas, son. Here's a shoehorn. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> the main complaint with this, other than it being a Christmas gift, is that how do you bend the shoehorn? Unless you're trying to fit a size twelve and a size eight. <laughs> and here's what's funny. Um, he bent it. He gives it a one star. Out of the shoehorn, two percent of the eight hundred and twenty five reviews gave it a one star. What kind of club foot moron bends a fucking shoe? As you can tell. I mean, anybody's used a shoehorn before. You can tell when either the shoe's going to give or the piece of metal's going to give. And if it's that tight, you got bigger fucking problems than a fucking shoehorn. Plus, it's like a... Oh, God damn. Come on. Come on. Work. Uh, I gotta see this. Plus, work with me. It's a $6 shoehorn. Motherfucker. Are you kidding me? (laughs) The shoehorn bent after the second day of using. I would not buy it again. One star. Waste of money. Bought this for my son for Christmas. All $6 of this beautiful shoehorn. I know he wanted to get his snakeskin loafers on his foot. But he couldn't do it alone. He needed a shoehorn. So I bought him this for Christmas. But it bent out of shape with the first use. Not a sturdy product. Waste of money. Merry Christmas, son. Anyway. Excuse me for that tangent. I've been drinking. Anyway, that's it. Thanks for listening to episode number five of Dealing with Stupidity. And please rate me on iTunes. Rate me. Rate me on iTunes or wherever you heard this. Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud. SoundCloud's my bitch. Love SoundCloud. Um, iTunes, you know, where most people get their shit. I appreciate it. anybody that listens out there. Send me some kind of questions or topic ideas. I'm starting to run thin. I know it's only five episodes in into it, but you know, I'm trying to get something going here. I'm enjoying this. And apparently I got a couple of fans out there, or at least people who randomly download my shit. Um send me a line. Thank you for listening. I appreciate anybody that listens. For so I'm going to regurgitate what I said in the beginning for questions and comments, episode ideas, or just tell me to go screw myself with a hammer. Please email me at dwstupidity at Gmail, or you can go to dealing with stupidity.com, hit the contact page, or you can hit me up on Twitter at dealing with at DW Thank you for dealing with my stupidity until next time. Thank you, and have a great week. I'm going to start hitting these on Wednesday. Tell me what you think. Seriously, any comments you got, any questions, throw them my way. I can't wait to hear them. (laughs) Even if you want to say, hey, man, this podcast sucks, let me know. Let me know why it sucks. I need help. I'm semi-stupid. No, I'm very stupid. I'm a moron. Take it easy. Have a great week, guys.